0: Hello and welcome to the seventh episode of Mind Mirror, a podcast dedicated to exploring mental health, brought to you by cureofmind.com, your online clinic for holistic mental health care. I'm your host, Dr. Oliver Wilson, a clinical psychologist with the Cure of Mind family. Today, we're going to take a journey back in time. We're hopping in our metaphorical DeLorean and hitting 88 miles per hour to explore the history of mental health We'll look at how our understanding and treatment of mental health issues have evolved over the centuries, from the superstitions of the ancient world to the science based treatments of today. Joining us on this journey is a special guest, all the way from Italy, a historian with a special interest in the history of mental health. Please welcome Professor Luigi Bianchi. Welcome, Luigi.
1: Grazie, Dr. Wilson. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: The pleasure is ours, Luigi. Let's dive right in. Could you share with us some key moments in the history of mental health?
1: Certainly, Oliver. In ancient times, mental health issues were often attributed to supernatural causes. However, during the Renaissance, there was a shift towards viewing mental health issues as medical conditions. This trend continued into the 19th century with the establishment of asylums and the development of psychoanalysis.
0: Let's rewind a bit further, Luigi. Can you tell us more about the understanding of mental health in ancient times?
1: In ancient times, mental health was largely misunderstood. In many cultures, mental illnesses were attributed to supernatural causes, such as demonic possession or divine punishment. For example, in ancient Greece, mental illnesses were often thought to be caused by the gods as a form of punishment. One of the most influential figures in the understanding of mental health was Hippocrates, He proposed that mental illnesses were caused by an imbalance in the four bodily humors. For instance, too much black bile could lead to melancholia, what we might now call depression. There were also interesting treatments. For example, music was used as a form of therapy. Pythagoras, the famous mathematician, believed that certain musical scales could restore harmony in the soul and used music as a form of medicine.
0: Intriguing, isn't it? Even back then, they were onto something with the therapeutic effects of music. It's like finding a vintage vinyl record and realizing the music still resonates today.
1: In ancient Rome, treatments for mental illnesses often involved rituals intended to drive out evil spirits. It wasn't until much later that mental health began to be seen as a medical issue.
0: That's fascinating, Luigi. It's clear that our understanding of mental health has come a long way since those ancient times, Luigi, let's move forward in time to the Middle Ages. How was mental health understood during this period?
1: The Middle Ages marked a dark period in the understanding of mental health. Mental illnesses were often attributed to witchcraft or demonic possession. People with mental health issues were often feared and ostracized from society. In some cases, individuals were subjected to exorcisms or other forms of spiritual healing. In extreme cases, they were even persecuted as witches or heretics. It was a time of great misunderstanding and fear when it came to mental health.
0: It's sobering to think about, isn't it? The Middle Ages might be known for their castles and knights, but when it came to mental health, it was more of a dark dungeon. Luigi, let's discuss the Renaissance period. What changes did we see in the approach to mental health during this time?
1: The Renaissance marked a significant shift in the understanding of mental health this period saw the beginning of a more humanistic approach to mental illness. There was a growing recognition of mental health issues as medical conditions that could be studied and treated. For instance, during the Renaissance, Robert Burton wrote The Anatomy of Melancholy, one of the first books to look at depression as a condition that could be understood and treated. This was a significant departure from the supernatural explanations of the Middle Ages.
0: It's like going from seeing in black and white to seeing in color, isn't it? The Renaissance truly was a period of enlightenment in many ways, including our understanding of mental health.
1: Going forward to the 19th century, that was a pivotal time for mental health. Asylums, though often grim, marked an important shift in recognizing mental health as a societal responsibility. Additionally, this was the era of Sigmund Freud and the birth of psychoanalysis. Freud's work marked a significant shift in understanding the mind and treating mental health issues. His theories, while controversial, opened the door for the development of many different types of therapy that we still use today.
0: It sounds like the 19th century was to mental health what the Industrial Revolution was to manufacturing, a time of great change and innovation,
1: That's a great point, Oliver. There's been much debate about whether psychoanalysis is more a philosophy than a practical form of psychotherapy, though. Psychoanalysis, developed by Freud, was groundbreaking in its time. It offered a new way to understand the human mind and behavior. However, it was also heavily criticized for its lack of empirical evidence and its focus on introspection and interpretation. In contrast, Cognitive Behavioural Therapy, or CBT, which was developed later, is more focused on practical strategies to manage and change negative thought patterns and behaviours. It's evidence-based and has been shown to be effective for a variety of mental health issues.
0: So it's like comparing abstract art to a blueprint. Both have their value, but one might be more useful when you're trying to build a house.
1: Today, we have a much more nuanced understanding of mental health thanks to advances in neuroscience and psychology. Treatments have evolved from confinement and punishment to therapy, medication, and community-based care.
0: That's quite a progress, isn't it? From blaming supernatural forces to understanding the complex interplay of biology, psychology, and environment. It's like going from believing the Earth is flat To mapping the human genome. Before we wrap up, I want to extend a heartfelt thank you to our guest, Professor Luigi Bianchi. Your insights into the historical understanding of mental health have been enlightening.
1: It was a pleasure to be part of this discussion. Congratulations on your podcast. You should know I am a big fan. Arrivederci. Spero di rivedervi presto.
0: Thank you, Luigi, for joining us on this journey through time. It's important to remember that this is an ongoing journey. Just as our understanding of the universe continues to evolve, so too does our understanding of the mind. We've come a long way since the days of attributing mental illness to evil spirits or divine punishment, but there's still much more to learn. The field of mental health continues to evolve, with new research, therapies and technologies emerging all the time. It's an exciting time to be part of this field, and I look forward to seeing what the future holds. Remember. The story of mental health is not finished. It's being written every day, and each of us has a role to play in it. That's all for today's episode. Thank you for joining me on this journey towards better mental health. Remember, if you're struggling with a mental health issue, you're not alone, and there's help available. Reach out to a mental health professional, like our team at cureofmind.com, who are ready to support you. This is Dr. Oliver Wilson signing off. Stay safe and remember your mind matters.